Welcome, everybody, to your favorite Wednesday night podcast, the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. I'm your host, Sooth, and this is my lovely and wonderful and talented and smart co-host, Kellick. Hello. (laughs) I got to get creative with these introductions. (laughs) Well, I appreciate the nice words. (laughs) Well, absolutely. I've got nothing but the nice to say. Um, Speaking of... You guys already know who we are if you've been listening long enough, but for those who don't, now you know. This is who we are. Welcome, welcome to your first time listening to this podcast or your 55th time listening <laughs> to the podcast. It doesn't matter. Tonight, we're going to be bringing you the one, the only, the gargoyles of history. So I didn't realize that gargoyles are not just from like gothic architecture. So I yeah. thought they were from, you know, the Notre Dame and, you know, stuff like that. Things from um, the Gothic era that, you know, they made these gargoyles, right? Well, mm-hmm. apparently not. Apparently, gargoyles have been in use for the last 13,000 years. That's right. And the first ones were not what you thought they were. Nope. They're not chimeras. They're not the traditional looking gargoyles that we all know and love. No, no. They were things like crocodiles. Yep. And most of the time, if not all of the time, depending on your region, were also lions. Yes. And why were they lions? Well, um, because in ancient Rome, the lion was, you know, held with high regard and you know, they, they really saw the lion as a symbol of strength and ferocity and, you know, power. And so what better way to decorate your uh, downspouts than to have a nice roaring lion? That's right. And it also didn't have a connection with Zeus and the sun. Yes. Uh, I don't remember exactly about the sun but i do know that the temple of zeus had like a hundred and some odd 101 it was 101 lions yeah yeah and only there's like only like 30 something of them are left right like 37 or 39 of the 101 lions are left to uh collect your rainwater yep (laughs) (laughs) so here's what i find interesting tell me Notre Dame, right? It's mm-hmm. known for its gargoyles. But did you know that the gargoyles weren't even there until the 1800s? So what was there before the gargoyles? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It was just plain. Just plain old Notre Dame. So, huh. yeah. Uh, here, I'll read this portion from ancientorigins.net. It says... It is the gargoyles of Notre Dame which have provided the popular image of gargoyles as horned creatures with wings, which is how many people picture them today. They were not added to the cathedral until the 1800s, where, but were carefully designed and made to look like they were from the Middle Ages rather than a later edition. So they designed them to have the appearance of age. They distressed them to make them look like they belonged to... Notre Dame. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That is interesting. But they now see, aside from them just basically making sure, like, okay, so the whole thing with gargoyles were to make sure that there was an erosion caused to the 
actual church or right. the building that they're on. So, cause we all know rainwater causes erosion, especially if you're using things like mortar in between bricks and, and things of that mm-hmm. nature. So hence the gargoyle being born. It's also derived from a French word, which I cannot properly pronounce. So I'm not going to try. Are you uh, going to try it? Let me get. It's like gargoyle or something like that. I can't say. I think it's like. I'm not gar- French. Gargoyle or Ellie or something. I I'm, I do not speak French either. And I. The, they they always a- make things very eloquent. You know, they're very eloquent. They're the way that they pronounce things like it. It's the gargoyles really there just to, you know, make sure that the water isn't there. But the French made it sound pretty. Even though, doesn't the word mean something like uh, grotesque? Uh, or to gurgle. Oh, yeah, um, that too. Or in in the German version, it's basically to vomit. Yeah. So, it's yeah. It's vomit there's, rainwater. There's it's several so different pretty. ways to uh, to talk about what it does. But yeah, it, but it's, it's basically, not yeah. They make it sound pretty, but it's not. It's to vomit. now okay so we've talked about this with like greek architecture roman architecture um gothic era stuff but what exact like why exactly are we talking about gargoyles because they aren't exactly cryptids they're statues so because they're based if you want to if you want me to actually answer that question i'm going to give you my opinion and it is that they are based on chimeras that would be my assumption as well. <laughs> That's why we're talking about them. Because, and that other thing that you mentioned earlier today during the research, what is it called when you believe in something so much that you actually believe it into existence? The tulpas. Yes, the tulpa effect. I that think right that it definitely, the tulpa effect definitely has something to do with it because, you know, people have seen flying humanoids really all throughout history i mean just look at angels demons like people have described winged humanoids for well since time immemorial so to it's not so far of a stretch to portray these as you know statues or you know whatnot but i do think that there is a, a tulpa aspect to it. Maybe they did exist at one point. Maybe they were these hybridized creatures. And then they just kind of faded away. And then because we all humans in general, not just you know you and I, but humans in general have grown up with these things. You know, they, these have been on buildings for as long as we've been alive. So we don't know yeah. any different. I mean, I may look 13,000 years old, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Oil Valet. <laughs> Thank you. Vaseline. And I may look 13, but I'm not. <laughs> right? I'm just going to no. bless moisturizer. Thank you. <laughs> I, I've always loved gargoyles. I, I have in too. any form. Yeah, I mean, like any form that they come in, it's they're all interesting and fascinating, especially because of them being regional. And I'm not going to lie, I may or may not have watched the Gargoyle cartoon when I was younger. Oh, so did I. Just saying. 
So did I. It was a good show. It was. I enjoyed it. Was it was so good. And and the Thundercats. Thundercats. Yes. <laughs> I love the Thundercats too. So right there with you yes. on all of that. But yeah, no, the um, you know, I haven't really thought about gargoyles other than just them looking scary and right. looming over everybody with these like evil laughs and stuff on their faces. Some of them are adorable. Some of them not so much. Like there's some out there that are depicted tearing people apart. Oh, sure. And I mean, there, there is, I think, a root to them. Um, so supposedly there was a, a bishop. I, I'm going to I'm looking for it now. I, I, here we go. Um, it was St. Romanus used the power of God to subdue a monster. Now, this is back in... Where's the date? Give me the date. In the way back? In the oh, way back. the way back in that time. Before <laughs> time. That's when it was. That time that... It's, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm trying. (laughs) Of course. They did the thing that time. (laughs) Dealing with gargoyles and religion. (laughs) So it just says early Middle Ages. So I'm going to say early Middle Ages is what, seven, eight hundred BCE? Yeah. Yeah, Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, around there. Around there, that time. There was an epic tale of St. Romanus that... Oh, that guy was responsible for the destruction of a pagan temple. Um, but Sacrilege. I know. <laughs> In his most famous thing, though, he was said to slay the beast known as Gargoyle, or however the French pronunciation of it. Um, the versions Let's say that the France. the name Ooh. of the beast was actually Goji, G O J I. Goji. And St. Romanus was summoned by the terrified townspeople to attempt to slay the beast. As he had performed miracles in the past, people thought he may be able to rid them of this terrible monster. You don't think this monster might have something to do with, I don't know, sacking pagan houses? Maybe. 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 I mean, (laughs) guardian much? Right. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. But go on. What did he do? <laughs> so he did, in fact, slay this massive winged serpent. Uh, and they ended up burning the creature. But the only thing that did not burn was its neck and its head. Oh, that's right. Because it could breathe fire, right? Exactly. Like a dragon. Mm-hmm. And then he proceeded to what with that stuff? Uh, what do you mean? He he didn't he like put it on like a cross or something. Oh yeah, he walked it around. He hung it from a church and yeah. you know you know did the whole look at me. I've got my trophy. I did a thing. Right. I you saved know. people and <laughs> et cetera et cetera. So I will say that uh, that adventure uh, took place. It's kind of an interesting story because he took a prisoner because the prisoner was the only one who wasn't allowed to say no. Uh, basically, he asked Sounds for help. Fair. 
he asked for help. Nobody would volunteer. So the townsfolk were just like, here, take this prisoner. He's supposed to die anyway. So just take him. <laughs> that sounds fair and just. Right. And very Roman Catholic. <laughs> Early Middle Ages. So remember, they weren't exactly. Oh, yeah. So, but it actually started a tradition of pardoning a, um, you know, a criminal. prisoner or criminal uh, because of this guy's act in helping St. Romanus. Well, at least something good came out of it. Because he was set free. So, Oh, Romanus. But that is the first time that like the word or the term gargoyle or gargoyle or however you pronounce it. Yeah, that uh, thing. Gargoyle? Gargoyle? Mm-hmm. I'm not French. I apologize. I don't know. I'm sorry, France. We're not trying to butcher your beautiful language. We just. It's absolutely beautiful. It's just my it tongue is. doesn't move in those <laughs> manners. My tongue doesn't I roll mean, and flow. I mean, don't, don't. <laughs> I mean. I'm keeping it PG-13. <laughs> so, moving on. <laughs> physically feel you blushing from here (laughs) (laughs) moving on (laughs) back to pg (laughs) so (laughs) based on these tulpas (laughs) hey come on i'm trying i'm sorry (laughs) derailed (laughs) Gone into left field. I'm chasing butterflies. I'm sorry. Batten to the left. I'm going to feed myself. Talk about it. Don't worry. I'll wait. Go ahead. Get it out. It's not dead air. I promise. <laughs> We're gonna get back on the topic. Oh, oh, okay. All right, I'm coming back. I'm coming so. back. <laughs> the tulpas did the tulpas. The the tulpa effect is believing something into existence, like Slenderman, right? Slenderman right. or the rake, um, the rake, things of that nature. Yeah. To where, um. Something is believed so much so that our creative minds will it into existence, which I I think is actually my own personal belief and opinion is that that is actually a thing. Because, I mean, throughout history, every culture has talked about how, you know, we are creators, we are designers, and clearly our architecture, our buildings, our inventions creations show that so right everything in existence comes that anything that is man-made first originated with thought so why would we think that thought doesn't have the power to create spiritual beings as well it totally does so that is my own personal opinion others may share that i don't know i i share it with you i'm right there with you but I can yes. that. So I released the butterflies and I have come back. 
<laughs> so, so gargoyles in Tulpa effect brought the gar- gargoyles into where hypothetically speaking here it brought them into existence and now they're attacking people well we are definitely seeing signs of winged humanoids um Ish. pretty much everywhere yeah and i mean given the location uh, Lake Michigan has been a hot spot, and on the uh, Illinois side, the Chicago side of things. Uh, right. Did you the- hear about Pennsylvania's new cryptid? No. Yeah, it's Bam Margera. <laughs> it's what? <laughs> it's Bam Margera. What is that? <laughs> okay. Did you ever? We grew up in the same time. Do you remember um, Jackass? I do, but funny enough, I've never seen it. Oh my god! Okay, you have to watch Jackass. Don't shun me. It's the staple <laughs> of our time. But uh, right now, I'm sorry to bring in real life, you know. But it's funny, real life stuff right now. But he's in he's in Pennsylvania, and apparently he's in big trouble right now. And because he got in big trouble, he went eep and ran off into the forest. So now everybody's saying the new cryptid of Pennsylvania is Bam Margera. Ah. <laughs> it's a joke, guys. It's a joke. I actually feel really bad for him. I love Bam. He was great. And I used to watch his show that he used to prank his parents and stuff all the time. And it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And he's actually a really great skateboarder, too. So, <clears throat> but yeah, but I had to bring the joke in because it's funny. <laughs> It is funny because Pennsylvania, y'all, y'all remember when we were talking about Pennsylvania, like, are y'all okay? Squonk. No, not okay. The squonk. <laughs> now, uh, now we have a new sad boy in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> they can go cry together. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But no, as far as winged creatures, Illinois, is, I think, probably got the most winged creatures. I mean, they've got the Jersey Devil, well, no, Jersey Devil's not Illinois. What am I thinking? No, Jersey Devil's the other way. Is New Jersey? That's right. That's the other. Just way. kidding. But no, <laughs> um, we were just trying to make sure you were paying attention. Okay. But no, there are uh, lots of them in Illinois too. As far as like, you've got, gosh, the Mothman. You've got they... countless water creatures. Oh yeah, and even if you go to like. Uh, phantomsandmonsters.com uh, they actually have they're a website that you know cryptids and whatnot and they actually put together a like hotline to where they're seeing so many winged creatures over there that they're like if you have if you see something let us know we want to know that's crazy the north is not okay okay it's we got just- some stuff going on it's not all right it's not okay i mean but yeah like they've been a prozac up there or something (laughs) (laughs) but they call it the worldwide search the winged humanoid project Hmm. says have you had a sighting or encounter contact us at such and such number or at such and such email address like they want Mm -hmm. to know because there's so many happening that like they've just started reporting it they they want yeah. all the content so yeah i think uh i would have to agree with our commenters right now about mothman being in chicago <laughs> oh is it chicago 
Yeah. yeah, always moved up to Chicago because of the all of the craziness that's happening up there right now. And he is the doom bringer. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it would make sense. It would make sense that he's up there. So, I, I'm sorry. I, I totally went off subject with all that. Not really, but sort of. Um, no, you're the, the gargoyle attacking people, right? Yes. This one really fascinated me when you brought it up because it was from NASA. Yes. Okay. Do you want to tell a story? Or you want me to? You. I mean. I mean. You can. That's cool. I just know that it was really. It was like it's NASA. Okay. Everybody right? looks for, at NASA for like the good. Good. Right. We're all like NASA's going to tell us what's going on in the universe, and we, it's a trusted source. You know, NASA is trusted source. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> sort of. Sorry, had something in my throat there. <clears throat> Look, here. Look here. I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying. I'm trying. So, so when you hear from NASA that there's UFOs, you're like, okay, there's UFOs. Well, when you hear from NASA that there's a freaking gargoyle running rampant and attacking puppers, the goodest boys, then you're just like, hold up, wait a minute, not the doggos. Mm-hmm. So you got to tell them, tell them what happened because it's crazy. It's crazy. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and read the sighting. Okay. So this. The story of the NASA gargoyle was related to noted cryptozoological author Neck Redfern by one Desiree Shaw, who told Redfern in 2006 of her father Frank's 1984 encounter. This happened in 1984. According to Spencer, her father uh, had been an employee at the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, Johnson or administration's Johnson's Space Center, that's a mouthful, Houston. Uh, After finishing his shift one evening, he was crossing the parking lot uh, on the way to his car when he happened to throw a glance at one of the nearby buildings. Perched atop the building was a monstrous creature, which Shaw could only describe as resembling one of the gargoyles, which adorned many churches and other buildings dating from Europe's medieval period. Shaw quickly realized that the gargoyle was staring directly at him (laughs) and had the distinct impression that it was taking great pleasure in the terror that it had instilled in him. After a few few moments of staring at each other, the gargoyle began to slowly unfurl its great wings with a sound like dried paper that... This act seems to break the almost hypnotic state that Shaw had been in, and he raced to his car and sped home without a backward glance. Now, that was his encounter, but more was to follow. Although initially reluctant to report what he had seen to his superiors, the effect of this encounter on Shaw began to get the better of him, and he eventually related his story to one of his supervisors. Much to his relief, rather than being met with the ridicule that he had expected, Shaw was informed that the gargoyle had been sighted by other employees at the Johnson facility and was in fact believed to have been behind the brutal mutilation and exsanguination of a pair of the base's German Shepherd guard dogs. He was also told that a secret file had been opened on the entity, But if such a document exists, it has never been made available to the public. Believing this this to be the end of his ordeal, Shaw was surprised when he was soon hauled in front of NASA security people 
flown in from somewhere in Arizona, who proceeded to interrogate him in- intensively on his experience and made it very clear that he and his family would do well to keep the matter to themselves. <clears throat> Men in black. <clears throat> Uh, this may be the reason why this encounter has taken so long to come to the public's attention to this and of course to this day NASA NASA neither confirms nor denies NASA (laughs) now Keith (laughs) (laughs) NASA shut up you're making fun of my lip. <laughs> now that was that article was taken from monster.fandom.com. So if anybody wants to check that out. But it was very interesting. I thought that was pretty crazy that like this creature literally has killed animals on a military base and gets away scot-free. I'm just saying. Like People have gone missing for less. Okay. Right. Now, here's my question. Okay. So, dipping my toe into the um, conspiracy theory side of things. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Do you think this gargoyle has anything to do with the? Isn't isn't there a winged creature? somewhere overseas during or at uh, a particle accelerator area somewhere oh no maybe i mean it could i I, it just popped into my head i don't know if there's anything to it i gotta look into it more but i just it my brain made this tiny little connection and and now everybody's noodles are baked fantastic well i'm just wondering if okay so this creature shows up in what 1983 ish 84 1984 yeah 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 so yeah it shows up there what if it showed up over there too what if it shows up in places where lots of crazy scientific research is going on i don't know wait i'm Oh. Interesting question for another time. Oh, CERN. <laughs> CERN. I'm shaking my fist right now. <laughs> I'm shaking it out into the ether. <laughs> Gosh, there, there are some conspiracy theories. People can look them up if they want to know more. But there are some conspiracy theories centered around CERN. And we have investigated them to a certain point point yeah a little bit we didn't go like deep diving i mean we could if we wanted to but we did going deep deep diving into that uh could get sketchy so deep deep dive i know deep dive at your own risk the internet's a weird place be careful that's all i'm saying the government's a weird place (laughs) (laughs) they got their feelers right it's not and it's not the the fun spanky kind of weird either okay we're not all gonna have a good time so it's more like they've got their little uh feeler tentacles like uh jellyfish they they don't feel good they sting careful yeah so that's all i'm saying but 
I definitely think that there could be either a uh, demonic spirit aspect to it, or I don't know, maybe just the Tulpa effect, like we talked about, where there was legitimately some thought creation that happened there. Man, you don't want me to go into left field in my conspiracy theories because it's it's negative. I don't do want to be do put do on it. a wa- I don't want to be put on a watch list. Okay, what I'm fair, saying. <laughs> fair, fair. I mean, I, I probably ex- already am, but you know, <laughs> we we do we don't like to censor anything. We we try to speak out as much as we can, and you know, be free with our communicating, but. There are certain topics that we do have to be careful of, not just for, you know, everyone else's sake, but for our own as well. So, yeah, I, I know all about those. I want to talk about them so bad because I, I got know. so many of them. It's crazy. There's a look. Just expand your mind, y'all. You got a mini computer in your hand. You're listening to us on it right now. Just, right. you know, tap you, away. You have the culmination of all human knowledge. In the palm of your hand. That's Do right. something with it other than look at cat videos. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, cat videos are awesome though. They they absolutely are. And they deserve your attention. But. Yes, they do. <laughs> and good puppers. Good puppers do too. There's a lot of really good information out there that yeah. isn't seeing the light of day like it should. That's true. That's true. Like gargoyles. Like gargoyles, for example. Like. Right. For instance, what we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> uh-huh. like, okay. So, so from childhood, okay. My whole like thought process on gargoyles is that they were the way they were put towards me and how I received it is that they're protectors. Right. And they not only protect like sacred spaces, but they also protect groups of people and um, they, come alive at night like right. that that was my childhood thing is that they come alive at night and they go after the baddies or who they perceive to be baddies so that's what i always thought as well and i do think that part of that does come from uh the you know that 1994 gargoyles cartoon which was the best cartoon ever it really was it really so was. underrated I mean, if we got monster mommies out there, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> Those but, weird crushes all of a sudden. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, gargoyles have actually even made it into the D&D universe. Yes, they have. So I actually pulled up uh, something, uh, the D&D wiki. That has the physical description, the history, the society, their names, their traits, uh, sub-races. I mean, realistically, it's they're kind of like dragons in the fact, in, in terms of D&D lore, you've got like gold, opal, obsidian, granite, amber, different, you know, different sub-races. Like you've got green dragons, black dragons, blue dragons, etc. So. Right, right, right. Um, but... They are protectors. They are, you know, forces of good. And they have been seen that way all throughout history. Because the the general concept from uh, from the perspective of architecture was that 
if it's scary enough to scare people, then it's scary enough to maybe scare other things too, other evil baddies. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why they put, that's why you see scary figures on uh, gothic, uh, you know, churches and cathedrals and stuff like that. Be- they're, well, that and they were telling stories because back then a lot of people were illiterate at the time. And the only way to be able to tell a story is by pictures. So it was illegal to read back then. If you weren't of a higher station then or a certain um, gender, then you didn't get to learn how to read. Right. In the way back. Hence why they called it Dark Ages, which. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Which you everybody know, was kept in the dark, okay? Exactly. <laughs> and I know they don't like that term. It's like this discriminating term on a whole section of history that isn't alive anymore to defend itself. But quite frankly, it was dark. It was. And now, here's what gets me. And okay. I go, I'm going off topic a little bit here, but. I, I mean, when do we when do we stay on topic like ever? I know. And I'm I'm still in the realm of the dark ages, so we're we're still semi on topic. It's kind of there. Okay, so what 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 tickles your pickle? What (laughs) (laughs) what floats your boat? (laughs) Tell me what it is. (laughs) The cathedrals themselves. Uh huh. So besides all of the super duper ornate uh, architecture that is on the outside and on the inside. But the the mathematical precision, I am sorry, we don't make stuff like that anymore. We really don't. We don't even know how to make stuff like that anymore. No, like that staircase. Speaking of cathedrals, you know which one I'm talking about, right? The one that is purely made of wood. No nails. It's the spiral staircase. Yes, the spiral the, staircase. Okay, you guys. That's in like crazy. Arizona or something, isn't it? It's, like, it's I, I can't. I got to look it up. I can't it's remember. It's somewhere in the southeast, or I'm sorry, southwest of in the U.S. I, th- I think. It, no, I don't know if it's in the U.S. I'll have to look it up and, and verify where it's at. But it's basically, it's older than dirt. For one. Okay, so that's Speaking not of, this one. Yeah, then. so it can't it can't be this one. It's the other one. It's the one. It's in a cathedral. I think it used to be like a, or still is like a monastery or something. And then it's got the the parish, uh, okay. church that everybody goes to. And this the story behind it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, listeners. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you know about the spiral staircase that I'm talking about, um, you were correct. No nails, no glue, no nothing. Okay, it's one solid piece of of a spiral staircase. There's not even like there's n- nothing holding it up. Right. Pretty much. It's just relying on its own self. Okay. Yes. And the person that was I think it was the priest that was explaining it to the historian that came in to see it. It was in a documentary that I watched. And um a carpenter came in, just the man by himself. And offered to make this staircase, but nobody could be in there while he was doing it. Um, You're looking I, it up right now. I, I can hear it. I can hear the tippy taps. <laughs> the tippy taps are going very fast. Um, but if I'm remembering correctly, the it's, story is, is it's the, Lo- the Loretto staircase, Loretto Chapel staircase. Yes. 
And so he had to be in there by himself mm-hmm. while he was making the staircase. And then when it was done, he like, you know, he unveiled it and whatever and then disappeared. Yep. He vanished without a trace. Oof. There are no nails, no joints, no nothing. Like this thing is incredible. It, yeah. It's a miracle of science, really. Pretty much. So, like, talking about that whole mathematical precision, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of Freemasons, okay? Can't <laughs> you bring that up? I think you brought that up on purpose. <laughs> but the, <laughs> the Freemasons, this is one of my things that I love to talk about. Um, oh, me too. They started off as exactly what they are, Masons. Mm-hmm. They were they were a, a group of peoples who... <gasps> Oh, there it is. There it is. I was waiting for it. It's the gasp, y'all. Oh, boy. I don't know what the gasp means. It means something just dawned on her brain pan. What is it? What kind of scrambled eggs are we making now? What happened? Okay. So you want to... The noodle baked. The noodles baked. It's baked. It's a casserole at this point. Let's just go ahead and get into it. (laughs) Okay. I love ravioli. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. So... Okay, so you've got the Freemasons, you've got, uh, like, the secret society, right? Yeah, yeah. Dates back to however long. Right. Okay? hmm Now, have you heard of the ancient builder race? Yes. Okay. hmm They supposedly traveled all across the world from everywhere from Easter Island all the way to um, India, all the way to Europe, America, everywhere. Like they have been everywhere. What if? I've been everywhere. I've been everywhere. <laughs> what if the ancient builder race is the one that started the whole Freemasonry thing. I mean, it could have. It makes a lot of sense, especially seeing that, you know, you've got the Freemasons that basically started up when, because they weren't going to get paid. Right. They weren't going to pay them for their work. They were basically becoming obsolete um, because people didn't want to pay them to do the things that they wanted, like building cathedrals and stuff like that, which by the way, some Stuff's of them expensive. And well, not only is it, is it expensive, it was super freaking dangerous back then. Right. Sure. So you've got these generations of men and sometimes women, but mostly men who were taught to be in some kind of carpentry or masonry, which is basically working with stone. Mm-hmm. and bricks and mortar stuff like that and they were like masters of their craft much like blacksmiths you know it's it's a it's a generational thing it was right. i'm a blacksmith you will be a blacksmith too so that's how it kind of happened and it was so dangerous when they were building these cathedrals and castles and walls and roads and all this stuff that there are bodies their bodies in the are walls are in, in the walls like yeah. and and it became almost like a tradition to have a body in the wall of an entrance into a home or a castle or a cathedral as almost like a protector so you well, know how the, you I had mean, those like cornerstones yeah with the names of the there would be a body ooh, ooh. right there in the cornerstone so want to know an interesting fact 
This is one of the one of the few things that like for whatever reason stuck with me back when I actually went to like back my in my college days is stuck with me. It's the it's only your, your gray it, matter, huh? It's the only Greek word I know besides, you know, alpha, omega, etc. Right, right. Um you ready for it? I'm ready. Akraganio. Akraganiaios. Was that? That is the cornerstone um, used in building. That is the the capstone, the cornerstone. Like that is the 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 capstone. I think is like the last stone placed, and the cornerstone is the first stone placed. Right. And Akraganiaios is the only. That's like the word that encapsulates both. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, Didn't we, were, we were talking about architecture and stuff. It's the it's the only thing I know, uh, like <laughs> only Greek word I know that's like halfway what? impressive. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be I would not be surprised if Freemasons built and put up gargoyles. I wouldn't doubt it. I would not be surprised. Well, a lot of them did. Like you had the artists that came in that did the the paintings on the ceilings or the like the Michelangelo and, yeah yeah you had the marble structures of archangels and and uh, uh, Mary and holding baby Jesus and all that stuff or and they're beautiful they're absolutely insane the detail that these oh. artists would get. And it's all carved out of like solid rock. It's not, they weren't like no. molded and shaped. Like they, like we do stuff today where we'll make, you know, a concrete mold or whatever. No, 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 no. Right. They, they were carving this out of marble. They were freehand in that shit. It was yes. insane. Okay. Completely insane. One day I'm going to go see this stuff like in real life. There. Okay. You want your, your brain, like your mind blown. So I mean, you've already done it like three times today, <laughs> so you might as well throw in a fourth. There is a temple in India, and this temple was carved from, it was built from the top down. Squeeze me? Yes. It was built from the ceiling down. Because okay. the entire temple is carved out of a single piece of stone. Holy crap. The entire, they, they just kind of went, huh, this hill looks like a good place. It's solid rock. Let's make it here. And they just started carving. And like at the top, you know, they carved their roof. And right. then they just started carving down the sides and carving in the inside and hollowing it out. And they literally shaped it from the top down. That's insanity. Yeah. That's uh, cool. But Holy crap. Yeah. That's something else I'm going to have to say. I will post that in our Discord channel so that you could see it. And for anybody else who's interested, because, yeah. And for those interested in going to our Discord channel, if you want to participate in, you know, the discussions and everything we've got going on there. And all um, that wonderfulness. Basically, wherever you're listening to this podcast, just go back to like that home page for the PCPS and there'll be a handy dandy little link there. 
Which will is, take you to all the links. Yes. That is our solo link, and that shows you where you can find us. And our Discord is on there. That's right. So Because we're everywhere. Join the discussion. Shoot your ideas in to the void and let See us what listen. pops out? Yeah. <laughs> like a toaster strudel. And who knows? Maybe somebody will suggest something that we've never heard of before we love talking about like the craziest topics so that's true i am that's all true. for I mean, hearing new ideas listen to us right now we're going off on a whole tangent about freemasons which we, i'm they boggle my mind they okay? do because they had a hand in all of this it's in well yeah well yeah obviously and and if y'all don't know what we're referring to when it comes to this we're talking about also oak island I know she's. Bra- mm-hmm. I know she's thinking it. You're thinking it. Your brain pan's thinking it. It's right there. Like if you haven't watched Oak Island, look. I watched the first two seasons, maybe two and a half seasons of Oak Island, and I got frustrated because I was like, they're not finding nothing. It's always a um, on next episode. Let's see what's in this hole. And it's pretty like, much, it's like I want you to find something. And they, I mean, they found stuff. You know, they found some things. But it's like they're setting off all the booby traps, and by the time they get there, it's full of water, and they can't figure out what was in there to begin with, and that's really frustrating me. I know. So I had to give up. I had to give up. Well, I couldn't continue. Well, they are on. They're currently on season ten now. Just so Holy you know, biscuits. And they have incorporated a couple new people who they've been there a couple of years now. But they've got a metal detectorist, and they've got. Um, They've got like a whole bunch of like researchers and legit like metallurgists and like they've got an archaeo metallurgist there now. That's a that's a mouthful yeah. of a word right there. That's crazy. And they've got like their own laboratory there now, so they can do all like their carbon dating and you know spectrographs and all of that stuff. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool what they're doing. But it, no, is, it's, it's, it is still mostly digging in the dirt. They found a handful of really neat, like, artifact stuff, but not necessarily, like, blow you away treasure. See, that's what, that's, for me, it's like, you gotta find, I gotta, you gotta give me something. You gotta give me something, Oak Island. I, You're not giving me anything. Well, <laughs> just like, I think two or three episodes ago, they found a Roman coin. On Oak Island. So they're getting there. They're getting there. They just, it's 10 seasons deep though. It was, it was a copper coin. I think it was copper, but it was was a Roman half coin dating back to like the first century. What the heck was the first century Roman half coin doing in Nova Scotia, Canada? I have no idea. I'd like, I'd like to know, eh? (laughs) We can discuss this over maple syrup. Okay. Hey, I'm close enough to the border. I'm allowed. <laughs> Look, I I don't know, man. It just it, it frustrates me because I feel like they're get they're building it up and then it's a letdown. And there's only so many letdowns I can take. I know. I can't and... do ten seasons of letdown. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just uh, just jump to like season eight and you'll be good. Okay. That's, that's when the... they start finding the, like the cool stuff. Yeah, that's that's where I guess I'm going to have to go there. It's almost like, okay, this one hasn't been on very long. Um, Skinwalker Ranch. 
I've been watching that one too. Me too. It's I've good. been watching it. See, the reason why I'm I'm staying with with Skinwalker is because they actually like there's crap that they catch. You know, there's there's oh, things yeah. that I mean it's right then and there, boom, instant gratification. And I'm sorry, my ADHD self needs instant <laughs> gratification. So they're giving it to me, they're feeding it to me, and Speaking I love of it. Of which new seasons out. I know I need to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. Isn't that on Prime? Uh, yeah, Prime or History Channel. I don't know. It's on one of the two. I think the only like the first season is on um, is on Prime. I think. Oh, yeah, I think it's right there. But I, I've watched the first season, and I was like, okay, I'm seeing what you're. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay, and then the thing that frustrated me about Skinwalker Ranch is the the air balloon guy. Mm-hmm. You know which one of the season that I'm talking about, that episode where they sent the air balloon up and then it didn't come back. They lost it. Yeah. How do you lose a whole air balloon that you're tracking? And that made me go, mm, what's going on here? What is this? And then they decided to camp out on the ridge, right? So they get up on the ridge and they're doing like the heat seeking thing and the drones and all of that stuff. And they still can't find that thing. That no. the stuff. Oh, I, I don't want to spoil anything because, you know, we just watched. You better not. We just watched the latest episode last night. But mm-hmm. uh, it is quite interesting. There's some weird stuff. And I do think that part of it is um, the. How do, you, how do I explain this? No, I think part of it is the geographical layout. Like yeah. how the mesa is set up. It's creating a giant dish, like a giant bowl. Yeah. And with given the right, um, you know, the right materials, the right, like quartz. We all know that quartz can be used to produce electricity. Piezoelectric. I mean, it's... They you that's why they call they you have quartz watches because there's a piece of compressed quartz in there that's what gives it you know it's uh, yeah it's like a battery so clearly something's going on and I I do think that there is a point above the ranch where it is kind of reflecting like a giant um, think of it like a magnifying glass where you're like pinpointing the sun mm-hmm. to like you know burn a piece of wood or whatever it's like that but upside down where it's reflecting off the dish and going back up into the sky i don't know uh well you know that makes sense that's I my theory I, I mean i could see it but also you got the the two there's two homesteads on there right the older right. homesteads from okay and where the from- radioactivity is coming from heck if i know right. Right. But then you've got the underground water that's going through like the whole ranch. So that's a conduit right there. So you Mm -hmm. got all that. I mean, I could see how it's all focused. Right. So if you've got. Yeah. If you got quartzite going on underground, you've got water flowing. I mean, that's enough to produce an electro or electric current right there. And then you've got the radiation from the sun. I think this is just a. I mean, to a point, there's a lot of natural phenomenon that are going on that are all kind of culminating in this one spot that really make it 
very, very interesting from a scientific mm. perspective. Forget mm. all the paranormal stuff. Forget the, you know, the actual skinwalker and all of that. There right. is some really interesting stuff going on there. See, I want to see. Scientific I, stuff. I, well, scientific stuff. Yeah, that's cool. That's like on your side. Your, le- your left brain. <laughs> yeah. It's on your left brain. I'm more right brained. So I'm more of like the, I need to see. I want to see a skinwalker. I want to see the paranormal stuff. So I figure like it's a very well-balanced kind of. It is. It's it's a well-balanced thing. It's a well-balanced show and I like it. But Oak Island has kind of shifted from being a treasure hunt to what the heck was going on on this island? Because <laughs> they keep going like the, the more they look, the more they find. And it keeps going earlier and earlier and earlier to quite literally 2,000 years ago. So what was going on in this island 2,000 years ago? Anyway, I, I digress. No. Totally off. We're like, totally off topic. I'm off completely topic. off topic, and you know what? I'm fine with that. I am completely fine with that. What I was originally <laughs> going to say is that um, there is a an archaeologist from the University of South Alabama who discovered that Vikings came to America. Sure. Right? She was, she was on the archaeological team. She was, you know, she was, and it was up there. It was up there in, um, Crapola. I can't Nova remember Scotia? Where. No, it, I don't think it was up there in Canada. I think it was more in the United States. Oh. But, um, I'll have to look it up. It was a couple of years ago that she actually found it. And it might be up it, in like the New York area. It could somewhere, be. Somewhere in the Northeast. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere up there, probably Maine. I don't know. But I thought it was cool because it's, you know, it puts the whole Christopher Columbus thing oh, yeah. to shame, which, you know, it makes sense to me. But I digress. Gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> now, I went on a whole tangent about Freemasons and gargoyles, <laughs> man. I I do not. I'm not sorry. I said what I said. Yep. That's it. Hey, I, <laughs> no need to apologize for <laughs> You know, to me, I, I'm good with it. I love talking about all of this stuff. My problem is organizing all the the crazy, like, have, have you ever seen Jurassic Park? Of course. Yeah. Okay. I saw it, I'm going to tell myself I saw it in theaters when it first came out. <laughs> uh, same here. Um, but do you know that that scene where they're like on the, they got, they're just they just got to the park and they've sat down on the first ride and he's talking about, Oh, Mr. DNA. Oh yes. How are you? (laughs) I love Mr. DNA. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, when they're showing all those lines of code and it was like, you'd have to stare at this for this many years to see, you know, the whole code. Well, Mm -hmm. that scene is basically like my brain. What's going on in my brain all the time. It's just like, that is, that's like a picture of the inside of my mind all the time. Yes. No, I I get that. I get that. I'm the same way. Everything has, everything, there's like, there's a tangent for everything. Everything connects in some sort of way. And that's exactly how I am too. I am. For me, forming a complete thought is the problem. (laughs) I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't explain to you how I feel about the Freemasons practically, you know, possibly having connections to gargoyles i can't explain it it's just the way that my brain was just like you know what or having a connection to ancient builders from five thousand years ago 
Like, yeah, or the, the dang spiral staircase. That thing. I, dude, which I'm afraid is pretty of heights. Cool. It is pretty cool. And I'm afraid of heights. And they don't let people on the staircase very often. So, you know, no. it's got like a velvet rope thing. So they let the guy on the on the staircase. I think he only went up like, was allowed to go up like five steps or something. Yeah. But it's like, there's no railing. Like, I'm going to fall off. Like, I can't the- even go into lighthouses. Well, the you railing, know? they did install a railing eventually, but originally it did not have a railing. No. Could you imagine a freestanding spiral staircase that goes up however high and there's no protection? Like, I'm going to fall off or it's just going to collapse on me. Like, all the irrational fears right, <laughs> bubble to the surface. There, there is nothing that, like, is holding this thing up. It is a marvel. It is a... Yeah. Yeah. And they can't figure out how the dude did it and did it by himself. And so here's the question. Who was the guy? Who did it? I don't know. Who done it? Who did it? Who was the guy who did it? Who were you? (laughs) I'm not saying it was aliens. (laughs) Some people think that it was a miracle and that it was Jesus since Jesus was a carpenter and all that. And it was for a church. I thought Jesus just made like chairs and stuff. Uh, no, actually, Jesus was well. Jesus learned from Joseph, and Joseph was a carpenter, I believe. And but Joseph of Arimathea, I believe, there are theories out there that he was actually a tin merchant, and that he traveled. We're getting totally off topic now, but he Just traveled to um to England, I believe. It's either the South, South England or uh, South of Scotland or Ireland. It's over in that area. But they say that that was one of the places that Jesus may have traveled during his time of in between 12 and 33. But Yeah, because there's like nothing on him from 12 to 33, right? Right. He just vanishes. Just um, yeah. And some people think that he traveled around the world. And there's actually some pretty compelling evidence about that but another yeah. another topic for another podcast that's true it's, <laughs> we're like way way off in the left field now but we're, we're going after dragonflies at this point oh yeah we're zipping all over the place <laughs> just like a brain pants anyway ooh, 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 ooh. what 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 so what i i do want to read one more uh gargoyle story this is a okay. sighting uh, oh okay well tell us about the gargoyle that was sighted because this one screamed. It screamed? It screamed. All right, tell me. Hang on one second. I, I'm looking for the, I'm trying to, I'm finding the paragraph. <laughs> she wants to talk about it, but she didn't pull it up. She can't remember. I'm working Look at on you. it. Look at you. I don't. It was, um, I'm working on it. It's coming. She's, she's working for just do 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 do. I'm filling the air, y'all. I'm sorry. Man, where is it? I think it might be gone. That makes me sad because it was in the wind. Basically, it was this gargoyle that landed on somebody's chain link fence, right? 
Oh yeah, that's the guy with the neighbor. Like his yes. dogs were going crazy, and yes. then uh, it like irritated him, so he went out there to see why his dogs were barking, and it was like a gargoyle on the fence. And yeah, it kinda, like jumped over into the the neighbor's yard, who got a flashlight out, and it just like screeched at him. That, that was crazy. Yeah, it screeched at him and made the sound of cats fighting. That's what the screech sounded like. And then it dawned on the person observing this thing hiding behind a tree from its neighbor, from the guy's neighbor, that this thing may have made the sound of cats screaming, like fighting it with each other mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. conceal the fact that, OK, this is just an ordinary sound. Go back to your daily life kind of thing, like right. intelligence behind. And <laughs> that just, really was unnerving. just made it even more creepier. Yes. <laughs> so if I you wish hear I could two find cats it. fighting in an alleyway, it's not actually a cat. It's a gargoyle. It could be a gargoyle. Giant seven and a half foot gargoyle with the wingspan of an albatross. I apologize. Right. I wish I could find it. I couldn't find it. If I find it, I'll link it in the Discord. Yeah, just link it. It's okay. And on that note, thank you everybody for joining us tonight and listening to our ramblings. We were talking about gargoyles at some point, <laughs> so I hope you learned something about them. Um, yeah, we're probably going to do conspiracy theories next Wednesday just because that's one on our brain pan right now. Uh-huh. And I know we normally save those for PU, but we're doing the continuation of the creepypasta and uh, yeah, so that's a thing. Hey, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. That's, uh, that's the puppers who is putting in his two cents. Um, anyway, <laughs> thank you everybody for coming and listening and commenting and enjoying this podcast with us. And we hope you learned something. Don't forget to check us out next Wednesday at the same time, same place. And you can find us literally everywhere. You can't escape. So uh, don't forget to grab your salt, check under the bed, grab your favorite woolby, and turn on that nightlight because you don't want the woolly burgers to come for you. Have a good night, everyone. Bye.